thinking too of the countdown stabbing in Dunedin and you ask yourself, don't you, when you when you hear of something just so random, like a, a countdown supermarket on a quiet weekday afternoon and the next thing some nutter is going berserk with a knife. And you'd like to think that you would be the first to rush in when you saw somebody being threatened, when you saw somebody who was intent on causing harm. But there is a very, very real risk, and you know that in these mad and crazy times, that you would literally be putting your life on the line to help a stranger. And in the wake of the the stabbings at the Dunedin Countdown, there are stories of tremendous courage on the part of ordinary Kiwis, the store manager who saw one of his staff being attacked and, and went to save them, the bystanders who were there, who were you know, just going ticking off the items on their grocery list and the next thing they're putting their lives on the line to help strangers. They're now in hospital recovering from their injuries. Others who witnessed the stabbings said they froze. They saw what was going on. They saw that help was required, but they literally froze on the spot. There was nothing they could do. And now they're feeling terribly guilty and being told, you mustn't. You, know, you either rush in and help or you don't. It's, it's purely a physiological response to when you see a crisis unfolding. You might have heard on Mike's show as well that there are things you can do without actually stepping into the confrontation. Ringing 111 helps. Uh, if you see somebody is injured, you, you sit by them and you offer them comfort. And that is actually helping as well. I would love to think I would step in there. And then you think of Austin Hemmings. Remember him? That was in 2008, I believe. The father of three, a devoted husband, an amazing colleague. He was coming out of his workplace when he saw a man assaulting a woman, stepped in to help her. She escaped and he was stabbed and fatally injured. He paid the ultimate price for being a good Samaritan. So you know that if you step in, some nutter could be on pee, on some kind of cocktail of drugs, you're not dealing with reasonable and rational people. So what do you do? If you have ever been in that situation, I'd love to know how you handled it. Does it help if you've been trained for a particular situation, for a conflict situation? Say if you've been in the army or you're a police officer, or as in the case in Dunedin, it was a corrections officer who stepped in to help, and his wife, who's a nurse. So they're used to dealing with volatile unpredictable people and perhaps it's their training that helps them as well as their innate decency does it help if you know first aid and you know what to do when you step into a situation I did a first aid course a number of years ago because I was driving up to the Hokianga and I thought it's almost inevitable that I'll come across a road accident and I'd love to know what to do I'd hate to be helplessly wringing my hands on the side of the road, not being of any practical use at all. So I guess in these mad and crazy times, are there still people who are willing to step in? And the answer is yes, we saw that in Dunedin. Is it because they've been trained? Is it because of their particular physiological response that they will rush in where angels fear to tread? And I guess you're not going to know until you find yourself confronted by that situation whether you are going to be one of those people who rush in and try to help 
or whether you're somebody who reacts by standing frozen to the spot. So I'd love to hear from you if you have done your first aid course and found it useful, actually found that it has been of practical use to you, give me a call. If you have ever rushed in when you saw somebody doing harm to another, did you think about it or was it a purely instinctive response to somebody in danger and you wanted to help? And how did it work out for you?